happy new month guys happy very good new month i know the previous month was somehow sad but then i hope this very new month is going to bring blessings and end this coronavirus because i'm tired of staying inside fear of people coming to injure somebody and fear of hunger is just too much in this area my house was boggled they took my phone as if it's me that brought the coronavirus took my money took my brother's phone like i don't even understand though now we sleep with granite bottle and quackle our, by our side it's not funny i lie you not <laughs> i don't even know what that means but welcome to our very first episode of dining with mo i'm your host motorio suleiman and i'm so happy to have all of you here i hope you enjoyed this very podcast for our workers out there ah i praise you people those that of you that those of you that are still working boza for you people i'm still working i mean i'm a teacher we do our whole online classes and it's not easy you know how difficult it is to be answering over 20 students question at the same time through a video call platform sometimes i have to buy a whole carton of ebex because prastamo is now joking i don't use prastamo again it's now ebex that's to tell you how strong the headache can be ah it's just something else <sighs> so today's episode of dining with mo i'm going to be introducing myself i mean it's only fair that you people know who is behind this show at least if you see me on the road you should be able to understand okay let's see another game that kind of thing i just hope so so now i collected about 30 questions from some of my guys well i sent a link earlier so they were able to respond of questions they would love to know about me despite that all these people they know me already but you know like very very personal questions no matter how embarrassing it is trust me i would answer every single thing but before we go on to where, you know, the questions are coming from, I gathered about 12 questions for just from myself, and I'm going to be answering them in no particular order. Okay, I have what's my name. My name is Moturayo Fate Okwayemi Suleiman. I answer Moturayo at home. They call me Trayo at home. My family, people, they call me Trayo. Mommy calls me Okwayemi. Even my dad is called me Okwayemi. Um, Fate is in school they know me as fit school all of from primary secondary university they know me as fit and which other one again omolola okay omolola you hardly see people call me omolola if you call me omolola then you probably were there at my name ceremony you're in front seat so you heard when they're giving me the name and you wrote it down ah ancestral stops monitoring spirits if someone should call me omolola on the road I'll be very scared. I, I'm not even joking. I'll be very, very, very scared. Okay. My age. I am... Uh, I'm not telling you my age. I'm not telling you my age. I could tell you in my next um, episode, but not today. I'm definitely not telling you my age. Primary and secondary school. I attended first one Covenant School, which happens to be my parents' school. Mr. and Mrs. Suleiman. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Also... Um, my secondary school, I attended King's High School. The school was, uh, uh, my life at King's High School was one of my best. It was just amazing. Ah, King's High School was dope. Don't worry. When the questions come in, I'll give you full details for those ones. Don't worry. My position in the family, I'm the first um child of four children. Don't worry, I'll give you about my family tree at first. Um, my family tree is big. No, let me talk about my position first. I'm the first girl and the only girl of three boys, four children in total. We have me, my immediate brother, Sheung, 
we have the next Toby, and then we have Ifeolua Suleiman, making all of us fall. But trust me, family is not blood. If I tell you how big my family tree is, when I mean family, these are friends that have become family. They are now blood. Like, you will be talking about the Ampes, you'll be talking about the Awes, you'll be talking about Panama, you're talking about Brandy, you're talking about... Like, these people are amazing. I mean... I know, right? I know, right? They are just amazing. They are amazing. We'll be talking about the Enang. I mean, come on. Don't worry. I'll be explaining them when the show comes up, continues. My complexion, I'm dark, brown. I call myself caramel chocolate because I'm like the shining brown. I'm the shining brown. So, shining brown. Yeah. You might be hearing some funny sounds. That's the handwork of my younger brother. Since my room is occupied, my brother's other room is occupied. So I'm with Toby, I'm in his room. And he said the only way I can do this podcast is if he can play his music at the background. So whatever dead music you're listening to and terrible audio you're listening to, it's not me. It's Toby. Thank you very much. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's Toby. He's just... Wow. It's part of dining with me. Like, you get to meet my very bizarre family members. Thank you very much. Wow. <laughs> Next question, height and weight. My height, I'm five point something. I don't know. I'm five point something. I don't know. I'm not short. I'm, I'm, let's not talk about that also. I'll get emotional. Then my weight, um, I weigh 54.5. I know it's underweight for my age. Well, at least that's what the said. What do they call those people at the pharmacy? Okay, that's what the pharmacy said. That I'm a bit underweight, but now I've been adding, sha. So I'll go and check today. So I even gonna know if I've added. I should have gotten to like fifty six by now, hopefully. My personality, my personality. I'm fun. I could be very quiet. I am crazy and loud, and I'm very friendly when I want to be. Because there's sometimes where I don't just want to talk to people, and I come off as a bitch or as a snob. But trust me, I am a snob and a bitch. Thank you very much. My close friends, we have my mom, we have Pepe. If I can't call Pepe and Esther my friends, they're my, my siblings, my family. Those are the ampies I mentioned earlier. They're part of my family tree. I mean, come on. We have Awes, we have Larry, we have Lighton, we have Sarah. I mean, she's my baby girl. We have um, Myro, Ogene Myro. That guy is fine. He's now buff. <laughs> Even if Toby is always saying he's not buff, he's just big, <laughs> stupid, jealous woman. Uh, we have gold, we have Shade, we have gold sambo, I have Fit Spirit Bay. We have plenty, we have black velvet, we have glam Vicky, we have um, I have Chidiogo, I have George, I have Israel, I have Alex. I have Osero, my newfound friend. Ah, that guy is the whole vibe. Oh, God. That guy, just in case you are listening to this, we have to get married. But so that I'll be getting married to a lot of people. We have LIB. Please, you need to check LIB on Instagram. He's like one of the best artists I've met in my entire life. Jesus, he draws and he has a friend like Osero. To write, it's like painting the scriptures in words. Bam, I talk to him. Those two people, they're amazing. They're just, they're something else. We have Harry, my childhood friend. We have OJ. We have Emmanuel Anna Baroye, my footballer. Mm, mm, mm. The bundle of spice. 
We have a lot of people. I, I can't even start naming them. Please, just in case I didn't name your name. Yeah, I said no name. Please. Don't get offended. And of course, I did not forget Andrew. Why the fuck would I forget Andrew, my bestie? Somebody I dedicated my trailer to. Please stop it. He's my baby now. He knows how important he is. I mean, come on. You should go and see that one place, Jerry. Oh, God. Just in case I didn't remember your name or I didn't mention your name, does not mean I don't acknowledge you. Of course, you know that every single person in my life holds a very, very special place in my tiny, non-existing heart. But you know how much I love you guys. Also, my favorite color is uh, mustard. We have brown. We have... Um, um, I have um, burnt orange. All those colors. I love them. I love them. So, it's nice. I have pets. I have two pets. I have two dogs. I have a German Shepherd. His name is Jasper. He's Alsatian. He's absolutely crazy. He's loving, but he's crazy. He plays too rough. This place is too rough. That's why I do it with Tonya that side. And his best friend in the house is Toby, so whatever. Why is the absolute love of my life? It's Louis. That dog is just adorable. Like, he's... What's there not to love about Louis? He's cute. He's like a doll with his button eyes. And then he loves to eat fish, to be precise. Not too dog. Okay. Toby, I'm going to give you an opportunity to increase your very boring music. And just, you know, please make it as short as possible. I want to go on and answer people's questions. Your speaker is crap. Jesus. No offense. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Please, it's okay like that. Just leave it like this. Let them be flexing and be listening to my voice. Thank you. I don't know the name of this song. I've never heard it, but I'm enjoying it. So, Toby, thank you. Kotsi, of my younger brother that is here with me. He's not permitted to speak though. Just my voice you should listen to. Moving on. I have um 32 questions here. Ah, uh-uh, you guys are not joking though. 32 questions to answer from people. So I'm going to be answering it in no particular order. No particular order at all. I'm not going to be in fact. Let me start. What's the first question? Um my first question is asking. Am I a student or a working class girl? Well, like I earlier said, okay, I didn't say it before, sorry. I'm a student in Covenant University and I'm studying English. Trust me, it wasn't my choice to study that language. It's just very strange. I, I barely understand Europe, so why would I want to go and learn English? It's just crazy. I mean, please. But it's all good, chap. Um, so please, can you reduce the volume a little? Very small. Thank you, baby. Then, my next question is asking my ice cream flavor. This is from Larry Awe. He's asking for my ice cream flavor. I mean, I'm a chocolate lover. So, like, after chocolate, there's nothing else to use. I mean, it's just chocolate. Pepe, you can relate now. I mean, what is there not to love about chocolate? It's just chocolate. Okay, um, this person is asking... How big are you in communicating your thoughts? Okay, this is from Victor, my baby, my sugar crush. Ah, God, I'm in love with that guy. How big are you in communicating your thoughts? Like I said, I could be very strange sometimes. Sometimes when I get really um, in a backed up corner or I'm even too excited, it, I find it very difficult to explain or express how I'm feeling. So sometimes I just keep it to myself and it makes me come off as emotionless and cold but trust me i'm the most emotional person i know i don't know how to communicate my thoughts very well and it's a bad habit 
I'm still trying to work on it. And I promise I'm going to do better. I promise. The next question, that should be the fourth question. This is from Ose. He's asking for my best childhood memories. My best childhood memory, I think it's in my grandma's house in daily times back then. Myself and my cousins, Anu, Benga, and my brother, Shio. Then we used to bath behind the house, naked. You know, we're innocent children now. We pour water. My mom will leave a bath of water for us. We stay, there's this concrete. All of us will stand on it. It doesn't contain us because it's quite small. We'll just be having our bath, having fun, listening to music. I think the music back then was, um, Four years don't waka, you still a carry go, nobody waka, nobody go. Oh, yes, yeah, but Syria, you don't kill me, yo. Oh, everybody, help save me, yo. I need to get those jams. My friend Kwelumi used to play it back then. But those music they brought, they brought memories. It was just, oh, all the Mohit music. It was nice. We're just being children. It, it just makes me adore and embrace the spirit of childhood. It's amazing. It's just beautiful. I mean, just thinking about it makes me want to cry. It's amazing. Next question. Um, who is my best friend? Okay. I have three best friends. My first best friend is my mom. My mom is the absolute love of my life. So she's my first best friend. If you want, you want. Okay. I'm on a car. I'm a podcast right now. Can you like? <laughs> okay. So my best friend is my mom. She is my absolute my mom she's just amazing and then my second best friend i mean i don't want to call one before the other but andrew you understand when i call the other one before you so that you get so my second my first best friend second best friend is gold enang um currently in a very weird position with her right now because she's very mad at me of which she has every right to be i mean come on i could be an asshole sometimes but trust me i love you baby girl and i don't intend to do whatever it is i have done I know I've done something, but I'll work on it, I promise. I met Gold. We've always known each other in King's High School, but I hated that I didn't like her. Then we just entered Covenant, and I figured, I mean, come on, it's better to then with an enemy I'm familiar with than an angel I don't know. And that's how we just started from our 100 level, 200, and now I'm in my final year. She's in her final year. It's just amazing. Do you get It's amazing. And over the years, we've grown to understand and love each other. We fought, trust me, Jesus. We fought, we've argued, we've quarreled, we ah, and then we've had fun. We've had fun. The great, oh my God, I've had a lot of fun with God. It's just amazing. It's amazing having her as a friend. My next question. Um, what is your description of a soulmate? That's from Ose. He's asking what's my description of a soulmate. A soulmate is someone that. <laughs> Toby, why will you do so? Toby, why will you do that? You pay me for being a Um, my soulmate, I'll say my soulmate is um ah somebody that I'm intimate with. Now, when I say intimate, I'm not talking about sex because I'm sure a lot of you think sex is intimacy. It's not for me. The little things. I mean, when you know someone so much that it's almost like two of you are one. That's what I I see as as intimacy, and that's what I believe soulmate is somebody that knows you, 
and takes you for what you are without any ounce of judgment. It's very rare to see such. Recently, I have found, I won't say I have found, but I have somebody that it's creepy. The way we talk and converse, we have too much in common. But soulmates sometimes, you don't have some things in common. But this particular person has so much in common with me and it's creepy. But I love it because you hardly find such people. And this is a new person I just met, a very, very good friend of mine, Osei. Okay, I probably shouldn't have mentioned his name. <laughs> but then, I mean, I'm not saying he's my soulmate, though, but I'm saying having someone that knows you and then you guys share a kind of bond that you don't even, you, it's unexplainable. It's like two of you are one. That's what I feel is a soulmate. I hope I've been able to answer it to you. I don't know, Sha. Now, moving on. Um, How would you describe yourself? I think I've already answered that one now. I'm crazy, loving, emotional. Can be a snob sometimes, but I'm not. Probably am, but do you get that kind of thing? Louis! You guys, Louis is on the show today, and he's here looking absolutely adorable. He's looking so adorable here. So I'm welcoming my very own Louis, my pet. He's here with me. I'm so happy. He just woke up from sleep. He's so adorable. Yeah, let me sit. Sit. Good boy. Good dog. Now, my very next question is saying one thing people misunderstand about me. <sighs> people think I'm weak and fragile. Now, I'm not talking about in terms of strength. I'm talking about in terms of emotions and dealing with things. People think I would crumble under the slightest, I don't know, pressure. And it's not so. People that have known me from my 100 level or my SS3, or has known me from before my dad died, they would know that I'm not that kind of person. I could shy away from some things, but when shove comes to push, I'm a bad bitch. I can actually withstand a lot of things that even I myself get really worried that. Baby, I'm the one that is actually doing this shit. And um, my mirror is answering me like, yeah, do you get it's just It's just amazing. It's beautiful. So, I am not fragile. For those of you that think I'm fragile, I'm definitely not fragile. Okay. This next question is from Laito. He's asking, why did you start this podcast? Good question. I started it because of my mom. I don't know what she did to me that day. And I felt, I mean, come on. Somebody in this house should, somebody out there should know what's going on inside this house or around this area. It's like, it should come and be in my head. and know how I feel staying inside this house sometimes. It's amazing, but sometimes it can be really unnerving jesus and then my second reason for starting this podcast was because of this series i watched by um all american when oliver baker started this podcast i didn't even know what a podcast was i just browsed on it saw what she did and i was really inspired i really liked it and then another person that inspired me was chidiogo i sent it i helped her with something and i can't remember what i okay yes we're talking about one topic like that so i was able to help out and I saw she was doing a podcast. And it was so nice. I liked hers. So I was like, okay, let me do something different from hers. Make it more personal. And voila, I'm starting my first podcast. For you guys that are listening to me, I would really love your feedbacks. I'm open to criticisms, likes, comments, please. I'm not one to come and bite you out. But the only problem is don't disrespectfully do it. Do it with somebody that has sense. Do it like somebody that went to school. Even if you didn't go to school, please do it politely. Constructive criticism. 
Thank you very much. Now, my next question. Memories that reminds me of my childhood. I've read um, music that reminds me of my childhood. This is from who? Okay, there's no name here. But I've already said the Style Plus, uh, Mohit, the bunch them. Which other song again? It's true. It is true. It's actually true. You don't think. I was listening to it recently. I was telling my brother. He was laughing that we are old. <laughs> I'm not old though. I don't know about him. I'm actually not old. Now, um, relationship deal breaker. If you don't love God, we can't date. Like, there's no two way about it. I love Jesus too much. For you, someone to come and tell me otherwise, please, don't even... Oh, please, I beg, just... <laughs> this, this next question is funny. <laughs> The question says, does your mood swing tell you to carry something that breaks somebody's head? <laughs> this is from Victor. Victor, something is doing you, I swear. But true, sometimes I can get so angry and I'm like looking for something to break somebody's head. I probably have broken the person's head and I'm just staring. I'm still standing. I'm like, God, you're lucky I've met Jesus. I've given my life to Christ. I probably would have pieces your head. That kind of thing. But I'm not that violent now, Jesus. I could be violent sometimes, but I'm really not that violent. I promise. I'm really not that violent. Jesus, Victor, you're somehow. Okay, my birthday. I was born on a Friday like this, September 4th, 1990. I'll tell you later. Yeah, that's my birthday. Just for you, for those of you that asked him, my birthday is on the 4th of September. Thanks, people. Yes. The next question is saying, how important is money in a relationship to you? This is from Victor again. I don't... I can't date somebody that is flat, flat out broke. And um, when I mean broke, I don't mean money. There is there's a difference between somebody that is struggling and somebody that is not really to move forward. If I say that you're struggling, like I can use my small to push you and then you blow, blow for two of us. But um, maybe because of my upbringing, I'm a Yoruba girl from Ogun and Abi Okuta. My dad is Abi, was Abi Okuta. My mom, Ekiti. And I'm put it in all of us that if you go and date somebody that is too rich, they'll use you for money ritual. So I'm even scared of dating somebody that is rich. If you are too rich in this life, eh, I'll be too suspicious of you. If I collect money, I probably will do all those things. They used to show you African magic. I'll pee on the money so that the jazz or the charm or whatever it is you use will be off before I now spend the money. Or I probably will not collect it to my hand. I'll tell you to send, send it to my account so that my hand will not take my blessing, that kind of thing. I've been traumatized as a child by my mother telling us that if you go and date someone that is too rich, you you I don't know why she gave us that mentality, but it's actually good because it just turns out I'm not materialistic. It has really affected me because I don't know how to ask things from people, and that shit gets some people angry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I've ever treated you that way, but it's just upbringing. I'm so sorry. So that's it about my money relationship. My favorite dessert. Pepe, please come in here. It's ice cream, chocolate ice cream to be precise, and cake, cupcake. Make sure there is chocolate in between the cake. So, like, when I'm cutting it, I'm tasting the chocolate. And then there'll be whipped cream. I know I sound like a teeth, but it's my favorite dessert. It has to be cake. Like, you know that pie cake? And then there's chocolate. So, when you oh, God, I'm so hungry. Oh, I saw Cold Stone is not open, guy. I'm so hungry. Cake and ice cream. And then, you know, the whole toppings. And it's a chocolate cake. Toppings and, oh, fuck. I'm just hungry. And chocolate, oh. I'm hungry, you guys. Whoever asked this question, who asked this question, Sif? I don't know who this person is, but thank you very much. Next question. 
what's my what's my view on intimacy? I think that's Harry. And I already answered that when I was answering the question on soulmates. Intimacy, it's like knowing somebody or having that person that's two of you are now one. Little things, communication, talking. I think I'm still going to deal with this issue of intimacy in one of my episodes where we talk on relationships. Yeah, so you guys should catch up on that. Try to try to key to that one. I will explain better about intimacy there. Um, this next question is asking for my favorite series. I don't have favorite series, but the ones I can't stop watching on repeat: Suits, Teen Wolf, All America, which is a very recent. Um, Toby, which other series do I like? Okay, I love Bolas. I love Resident. The Resident. Um, I love Shadow Hunters. I have, I love, okay, I love Fast and Furious, even though it's not a series, a Fast and, Fast and Furious is very good. Okay, so, if I just came in here, if I say hello to everybody, I'll, hello, hello. yeah, that's my brother, if I, yeah. Okay, excuse me, he wants to ask me for something, so. Okay, okay, so go and bring what you want me to help you with. Okay, I'm so sorry about that, my brother needed my help, like I said, welcome to the Suleiman family. There are going to be interruptions during this podcast. And I just have to deal with it because once I try, anytime I try to look for the perfect moment, is it that somebody is coughing, mommy is shouting at somebody, the dogs are barking, Ife is looking for attention, she always play loud music, Toby is being a weird human being. Ah, it's just really crazy. So you guys will just have to help me deal with it. It's part of dining with moment. It's just part of dining with me. It's just something else. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Um, my next question is saying, would you have Coco Fanta? <laughs> this is from OJ, my childhood friend, a very, very funny guy. One of these, it's one of the darkest guys. Okay, no, Larry is darker than OJ. So I think some of them are comparing complexion. They are so dark, I almost cannot see them. If they go to my house in the night, I probably will look for a touchlight to like see their eyes. Even their eyeballs are dark. Okay, that's just me exaggerating. Well, for your question, Coco Fanta. I know if I pick Fanta, you say girls with Fanta, they have Skoy Skoy. I have Skoy Skoy and I'm proud. Leave me alone. So I'll go for Fanta. I love Fanta. Ah, uh-uh. This next question shocked me. Die. What the fuck? This is from Kelvin and he's asking for my body count. Motherfucker, what do you want to do with my body count? Who does that? How can you ask? Nigga. Well, my body count is between zero and five. Yeah, zero and five. It could be it is zero, but I just had to put zero and five, so it doesn't look like I'm okay. There's no way to defend myself. It's between zero and five. I've answered your question. Just free me. Leave me alone. I said I was going to be honest with answering my question, so this is me being honest. My celebrity crush. I have Will Smith. I have Justin Bieber. I have um Chris Brown. Married to him. I have um, Tiffany Haddish. I have Tara G.P. Henson. I mean, I'm in love with these women. Any black woman that is acting or doing good music is my celebrity crush. Any black man, in fact, even if you're white, I love Christina Aguilera. And the reason why I love her is because of her amazing voice. I don't even know how she does it. I have a thing for people that sing. It's just sexy. It's amazing. I wish I could sing. (laughs) Nah, it's not my calling. And it's sad because I'm a chorister in a church that I attend, the Redeem Evangelical Ministry. You should come to our church, Trent. They don't give me mic. I can't sing for shit. But Brastani is, is he helps. He helps me. 
used to pity my condition. Pepe can relate. <laughs> Thank you, baby, for that question. You reminded me of a lot of people. Okay, my favorite musician. Everybody knows that is Chris Brown, Rihanna, Nicki Minaj, Bonaboy, um, David Doe. Jesus, I love David Doe. I love um, I love a lot anything Afro music. I love Afro music. Sometimes I could be in my feelings and love blues. I think that's my mom's fault because she's always playing blues in the house and ugh, it's just something else. Okay, this next person is from my own younger sister Esther. She's asking, why English? Why would you study English? Baby girl, like I said earlier, I did not want to love music. I hated English. But I just had to satisfy my mother. You know, I was going to go for law, but she wanted me to be in Covenant University at all costs. So you can just imagine. I hated English up to my 300 level where I had to just, you know, give up and just fall in love. And when I fell in love, I fell in love hard. Because I fell in love with poetry. I fell in love with writing. I'm a badass writer. Just for those of you that care to ask. I write, I started writing from primary four. I wrote every and anything and I couldn't stop. Even when my daddy used to burn my writing because he wanted me to be a science student, I still wrote. I love writing and there's nothing taking away that dream from me. I love, nobody can take that dream away from me. Nobody's taking away that, nobody. I love that dream. I write, I, I write till I can't feel my wrist. And that's the reason why I see I connect to Osero on a different level because he understands that passion of writing. I mean, once you are picking your pen as a writer and you start, it's like the whole world is freezing. You are just in your own bubble. Nobody knows what's going on. You don't know or give a damn about what's happening beside you. You are just writing because you have created your own world with your pen. Do you understand? So shout out to all the writers there. Keep writing. Jesus loves you. I don't know what else to say. Um, what motivates me to write? This is the next question from Esther also. Everything motivates me to write. A, a roach can pass here and write about it. A fly could pass. Nothing is irrelevant to me in the world of writing. A brown shoe I can write about. I can write about a light. I can write about a bulb, a cup. No matter how bizarre it is. So everything that surrounds me motivates me. And then I'm a fan of illusion. So sometimes I create... In We call it fiction. For those of you that don't know, it's called fiction. It's not real. We just create it from our minds, from imagination. Do you get imaginative writing? That's another thing that inspires me. And then Nigeria as a whole inspires me, that kind of thing. So, yeah, that's it. Um, Okay, another person is asked, Jesus, what kind of question is this one? How did your relationship end, my last relationship? It ended well. Um, We just decided to stay friends. Things weren't working out as we wanted it to. And we are still the best of friends up till now. I'm not going to mention names, but we're still the very best of friends now. So, like, I'm not going to divulge into that. No, 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 no. I'm not going to do that shit. My relationship with the guy was amazing. But it got to a point where it's like we lost the point of where we were together. And then we started to go separate with But no bad blood. We are good. Yeah. Thank you about that. Um, um, how many children do I want? I want just... Left to me, I'll have just two. Two boys. Because I don't like female children. I think they are too much high maintenance. And if I'm going to have more than two, to be three, to be two boys, one girl, my girl will be the last one by God's grace. I hope God will grant me that wish. Because I beg, I don't like stress in this life. I hate stress. I hate being stressed. I just hate it. Imagine having me as a daughter. Ha! My mom used to try you. I used to collect and give her hands like this. She's just something else. Three boys are from Suleiman. She's just something else. I'm talking of Suleiman. She's not a right now. That's the major reason why I've not ended this podcast. Ah! 
Jesus, mommy can be so dramatic. My family is dramatic. Like, there's nothing not dramatic. Everything, mommy can, ex oh, Lord, mommy can exaggerate things. Anybody that knows me and does not know that mommy is dramatic is not my friend. You are not part of family. You are not, no, you are not, you are not. Ah, uh, it's just, ah. Uh. Let me know what talk, Jerry. Time has almost gone. We have just eight minutes till the end of this show. My biggest complaint about my job is my boss. My boss is too bossy. She complains about every and anything. Even as tiny as not ruling a straight line on the board. And I'm sometimes I'm like this woman. You are not teaching. You're just in your office. Listen, I mean, listening to music. And with AC, I'm sweating here on that phone. And you are saying I'm not really. What exactly is your point? How much is my salary that you are bossing me up and down? You know the shocking part of it? Guess who my boss is? <laughs> Mrs. Suleiman. My own dear mother is my boss. It's like she's two different people. At home, she's Margaret Thatcher. In school, she's Adolf Hitler. She's just one. No, we don't do that. Oh, God. This dog is just very silly. <laughs> if Toby, please don't kill him. So, like... Naomi is just, she can be a real, very, very strict disciplinarian when she comes to her work. She's my biggest problem in that work. She's the biggest complaint I have in that job. Okay, how many questions do we have left? I think we have about five. Um, The craziest thing I've done in the name of love. Uh, I've done a lot of things in the name of love. I've done a lot of things in the name of love. What did I do that was the craziest Okay, I think I've remembered. I had this love of my life back then in SS2. I had a best friend also, Sophia. So what I did that day was not good. I did like I went to school. I dropped my bag in school and jumped the fence and went back to his house to go and see him. And then his mother caught us and then I played sick. I actually played sick. You know the sad part of everything? I actually fell sick. I actually feel sick. And then my father found out that I didn't go to school that day. Jesus. I don't know if you understand what it is for your father to find. It's different when your mother finds out. Your father finds it. My father was a pastor. I didn't go. And I had to tell the truth because I don't know how to lie to my dad. I didn't know how to do it because he just has this way of looking at you and stripping you naked just with his eyes. And then I just had to tell the truth. I cried. Mr. Suleiman made me fast and sleep in the church for almost a month. It wasn't funny. Ah, man, Mugbawe. I fasted and prayed. I understood what life was. I didn't try that shit in my life again. I told him, if you cannot come and visit me in my house, Koyo is your case. Oh, why? Oh, you're on your own. That kind of thing. Ah, Jesus. Talking is not easy, do you know? I'm already stressed. I need a cup of water. Toby, could you be a darling and help me with water? <laughs> wow. That's easy, lot. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Next question. Um... Um, how do you think breakup affects teenagers? Okay, I would say you should subscribe and wait for the time we're going to talk about relationships. This is from my sister, Esther. But it affects them really well, especially for those that take their relationship as their life. It could be really traumatizing and sometimes it kills their self-esteem. Because some girls have this very sick feeling. That used to be part of them. That once the guy breaks up with them, no other guy can stay with them again. You get... It's just very, very crazy. But please, don't ever have that notion. I mean, you're in secondary school, you're a teenager. Why the fuck should you feel that way? In secondary school, I didn't care of how many boyfriends I was going to date or anything. I was just having fun because I knew 
it wasn't a serious stage of our life. Even though our parents make us believe that every day is serious. It's not serious. Have fun. Because if you die today, life will continue and people will have fun. In fact, if you, if you are buried in a very messed up place, man, people will come and have sex on your grave. I'm not joking. I've watched too much American movies to know that some people are really fucked up in the head. So my dear baby girl, have fun. Don't allow any stupid break. If you break up, okay, next person. I'm not saying you should hold yourself around, but please have a lot of fun. Please. Yeah, say something. Your voice should be loud and audible. Okay. So, if I'm not really close to the girl you're talking about now, uh-huh. if she does any breakup, just tell her I have a younger brother. Yeah. Are you trying to hit on my listener? I don't know. Oh, they're just something. Imagine my brother is asking. Okay, for the person that asks the question, my brother is saying in case you break up with this, that you, the person that you're breaking up with is available. I advise you to run very far. Thank you. Um, next question. Advice to young girls having relationship and insecurity issues. I used to have insecurity issues. Do not have insecurity issues. It's not worth it, baby girl. It's really not worth it because insecurity will just kill your self-esteem. What I, what I did to deal with my insecurity issues was to fall in love with myself. Once I fell in love with myself, there was nothing else to... I always look at the mirror and... If I'm, my, my siblings call me proud because of it. But it's the only way I deal with all this shit. Because the negativity out there is bad. Peer pressure, society. I don't know, they've given the name. There's a, I don't know, there's a picture they've created for beautiful or perfect or something. Which is not supposed to be so. So if you allow yourself to be entwined with such a notion, you hate yourself. You'd want to do something you know you shouldn't. And me, I have never known... Or how to, I, I don't know how to please other people. If I can't please myself, I mean, if I'm pleased with myself, every other person can fuck off. Every other, okay, apart from my mother, sure. every other person can fuck off. Do you get every other person? Now, um, so please love yourself. Please love yourself. Love yourself. Now, this is for a question from my younger sister. So, an advice to someone who has lost a parent. I don't have any advice for you, my dear. It doesn't get better because as the days goes by you keep asking yourself questions like how would it have been if she was alive and i know you're referring to our mom josephine eriki Iyanise ampi who passed on last year i chose not to talk about her because i now get emotional and start to cry that woman was the absolute love of my life she's the one that made me feel i said hey jesus i'm almost stable she was the one that made me to fall in love with chocolate cake i love that woman and she's in the great beyond so what i would tell you is to always just continue in that her part. Leave a legacy. Something you know she would always love you to do. And if it helps, listen to music. Write. I'm not saying you should be a badass writer like me. You could just write a line about her. Or just write what you remember about her. It really helps. Crying will not help. Although I heard that once you cry, you wash out the dirt to your eye. But sometimes it could be really unhealthy. Just don't keep thinking of why, why, why. Only God knows why. So once you ask why, you are indirectly um yeah indirectly questioning god which is wrong so baby girl you could call me on my phone and we'll talk better about stuff like that and that was the very last question for today's podcast and i'm so glad i'm so on time for those of you listening i'm so happy that this happened i don't know how well i've done but i had fun say fun what is making me say rubbish like this i had fun doing this podcast even though 
it's a bit rusty with the distractions here and there. I just hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed recording it. So, um, till next time. Next time, we should be talking about um, communication in relationships. So, now, I'm not talking about relationship as in boyfriend, girlfriend. I'm talking about in every aspect of relationships. So, we'll see next time in good health, prosperity, more money. So, till next time, guys. Bye. Well, we all know those set of individuals that feel the whole world rotates around them. You can't talk to them. The rules don't apply to them. Those ones that feel you owe them something. This you owe me something spirit. Especially the ones that maybe when you're on the ATM line, they just want to, you know, cross and cut into your front. Or those that are on the queue, don't respect it. Or perhaps those that just feel you should stand while they are seated when they've done nothing to deserve that kind of gesture. Now, those are the set of individuals I plan on talking about today. Welcome, guys. It's exactly 5 p.m. in the city of Calabar, Cross River, Nigeria. You are welcome to another episode of Dining with Smooth. I remain your host, Matura Yosiriman. <laughs>